This podcast may contain adult chats and strong language. Listener discretion is definitely advised. Hi everybody, welcome to the Generation Why Go podcast, where we ask why we are who we are. Why we make our life choices. What is going on in the world and why are we ready for any of it? We're just three best friends asking why Generation Y do what they do. Yay! Yay! It's the best time of the mother tucking week and I'm very excited. We know this is everyone's favourite time of the week so uh, you're you're welcome to have us in your ears again. Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast. For true stands of the podcast, they would have traced my cycle and would know that I'm just about to drop this week. <laughs> so um, excuse moi if I'm a little bit grumpy on this podcast. I've already devoured four cookies when I got here so I'm menstruating. That, explains, that explains a lot, yeah. Yes. Yes. Mm. <laughs> I'm so happy I'm a man. Yeah, it's pretty But we, we still appreciate our, our female sisters out there. Also, happy International Women's Day this week, obviously. Oh my god, yeah. Shout out to the girl. I was happy International Women's Day. And didn't they just get rid of the tampon tax in the UK? Yes, they fucking did. Go did UK. They? Yeah. Is that announced today? Today in the budget. Oh my god, proud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't have to pay extra dollars for that. A little bit of cotton that helps me, everyone. <laughs> did you know there's no tax on Jaffa cakes? But there wasn't fucking tampons. Yeah, they're considered essentials. I write about this. To be fair, I'm on that. I mean, bounce for that shit. <laughs> <laughs> totally understandable. Is a Jaffa cake a biscuit or a cake? <gasps> is it a biscuit in my eyes? For sure. I think it's a biscuit. I think the texture is very cake-like. Yeah, the texture is cake It is a cake. It is technically a cake, but I would consider it a biscuit. Same. By the size and yeah. the shape. Yeah. Full moon. Mm. Half moon. <laughs> totally eclipse. <laughs> Not gonna lie, that's the only reason I became a teacher. Can we please put that on Instagram? Yeah, yeah. I love, yes, I love that. That's that. so fucking funny. So guys, what I'm here to talk about today. Are we asking our weeks are first or no? No, it's boring show. Mm. Are we all still alive after Corona? During Corona? Was Corona? What is as, Corona? As, as, of the, as of the date of this podcast goes out, we're just about alive. Just about alive. I still have to call into work. So to me, it doesn't, it doesn't feel real. The second that I get told you need to come home from work, then I'll be like, oh, shit's going real. But then again... Uh. Me and John went shopping the other day in the big Asda because you know he has to do your big shop. To big Asda. To big Asda. To do the big shop. Not a nappy. Not a piece of toilet paper to be found. Yeah, so it's the same little. There was absolutely zero toilet paper, but apparently, uh, good old knob stocked up on forty-eight rolls, so we'll be fine. Good man. Good man. Also, the reason why we couldn't get any rude. Yeah. So <laughs> Actually, next time you come to record, can you bring toilet paper? It's absolutely, guys. <laughs> I mean, we're literally <laughs> counting down the sheets. Oh my god. The Sunday's paper in the sh- local shop is looking very, very, very eye-catching <laughs> to Rob and wipe me fucking arse with it. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. No, um, it's quite funny being a teacher in schools with the coronavirus. Oh, yeah. We're literally going through pints of soap a day and we can't keep up with the demand. And all it makes me think is children don't wash their hands. No, they the don't. The place that I work is just full with germs. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's quite disgusting. And you're is bringing this... that back into my house? Exactly. Oh, girls, all over your body as well. Oh. <laughs> Kids are lovely and all, but they're just little vessels of germs. Like, I'm sorry. They just lick themselves all over. See the video that was going around on the internet, like parents really worrying about the coronavirus and then it's just like kids and it's just this child licking a railing <laughs> <laughs> they don't give a fuck they don't give a fuck I will say one good thing happened my family came over for the weekend it was super cute quite a few pints family bonding of the highest order Adorbs. special shout out to the family I love you all wait hold on a few pints well, it was a few before three o'clock and then from there I can't really go. My head the next day was not well hotel. Which day? <laughs> I was fully, day. fully, fully checked into the not well hotel. Oh God. First or second day? Both. Oh, see I was okay the first day, but the second day I was just like, oh my God, I'm so glad my parents are leaving the country. So what you're saying is you had a rollover. <laughs> no, I, need to, I need to announce yeah. this on the podcast because, well firstly today we're going to be talking about uh, St. Patrick's Day. We finally got there. St. Patrick's Day. Good <laughs> um, old Paddy's Day. And we are planning a big old weekend and we y- cannot y- wait. And I have been going off in the group chat and I was like, I can't wait. I think this is going to be a rollover. I want like a proper old skill set. And Connor was like, what's a rollover? I don't think I'm alone in this. I'm just saying. I think this is very much a Dublin thing. So what? You're going to win the lottery or you're not going to win the lottery? It's going to roll over. That's all I could think was like Shirley Temple Bar back in the day saying, no one's won the grand prize this week. The rollover next week is £40,000. Before it was yours. Uh, no, this isn't a Powerball. This is a set. Thunderball. Thunderball. This is a set rollover. So like when it rolls over onto the next day, like you continue lay set. That is 
vile. So what? You just get some water, clean on your armpits, clean your jiggly bits. Uh, it just goes straight to the pub again at 11 o'clock. Get whitewash. Well, we established there's two types of rollovers because uh, our silent partner was letting us know what his type of rollover is. And it's basically like going on the sesh, going home, having a wee sleep, then getting up and going back to the pub straight away. Like early in the morning, chatting with your mates about what happened the night before. My version of a rollover would be like continuing the sesh and not going to bed and then just like going to the boozer the next day and just it being like an um, amalgamation of like 48 hours of sesh. Do you change your top? Um, No clothes are usually changed. Okay. Um, so you do usually smell. I would definitely say deodorant. Okay. Um, if you can get home and change your top, like that's absolutely peak. But like, no, not a tooth is washed. I get me a taxi. I'm out of here. I can't deal with this. Love liver rollover. Girl, we're from the south. We don't have that kind of rollover stuff. Yeah, that's wild to me. But hey, look, if you're up for it, you know me. I well, I will show you all what a rollover is this weekend. That's to be continued. To be continued. Watch this space. Dead or alive. <laughs> Expect to see us on Instagram at like 5 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> you up? You up? Oh, you up? <laughs> oh my god. I used to love sending you off text on Grinder like 5 in the morning, having absolutely no interest in meeting up. It was just like, I just kind of feel like sending a message for a laugh. And he says, Yeah, I'm up. What are you up to? And I'm like, Yeah, just sitting here, chilling out. And then like three hours later, it's just, I'm just going to sleep now. <laughs> and you get like their dick wet. And it's really exciting. You don't even say, I'm going to bed now. You just pass out because you're in bits. <laughs> How dare you? Oh my God, what's that about to fill there? Mm. Read me like a cheese board or a Chinese menu. What was it saying? <laughs> read me like a cheese board. <laughs> I'm getting that on a t shirt. Do you read cheese boards? What yeah. The fuck? You Fetter. read cheese. <laughs> no, I can't. I'm not having this conversation. Go. Anyway, so let's get back to the topic at hand. So today we're going to be talking about everyone's favourite holiday, every Irish person's favourite day of the year, no matter where you are in the world, St. Patrick's Day. Yes, sir. Yeah, so St. Patrick's Day. Well, actually, happy St. Patrick's Day to all of you because uh, we understand timelines and we know that today is St. Patrick's Day. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. That's so true. This is going to come out on Paddy's Day. So happy Paddy's Day to all of our lovely Irish people, Irish descendants, Irish diaspora that's out there. What is up? And apologies to anyone we may have caused offence to during our Paddy's Day actions at Le Weekend. <laughs> yes. This is, oh wow, this is a real time warp. So we're wishing Happy St. Patrick's Day in the future, but apologising for something that's potentially going to be in the past. Oh yeah. Yet we haven't done it yet. Mm. Babes, this is a rollover. I gotta go. <laughs> John, um, next Tuesday, this is John from the past. If you could like really go to bed early on Saturday, have two pints of water and save 50 quid, I'd be very grateful. Thank you. Nikki from the future is like, you're a fucking dope. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the tea on that. That's the tea on that. But yeah, so today we're going to talk a little bit about Paddy's Day. So it's more than just an excuse for a piss up, even though that's really what it's all about. So we decided today that we're going to talk a bit about Irish culture, how St. Patrick's Day came about, what its origins are, why is it a thing around the world, because you don't really have a Slovenian day, or you don't really have a French day around well, the world. Well, you do. It's Bastille Day. It's the 14th of July. So suck a dick. I'm sorry, you can't see this through the whatever you listen to on, but I have the biggest fucking smile on my face. Do you not cut that out of the fucking podcast? I'm, Do you not cut I'm that editing out? this week and I will Do you know how you cut that out, I Anyway, so yeah, today we're going to talk a little bit about St. Patrick's Day, where it came from, what um, Irish people do to celebrate it, why is it celebrated, and what it's kind of like for people around the world. Plus, we have a fun little segment for you guys at the end. <laughs> we are going to be running around London this weekend. Oh my god! to be, yes... We're going to be asking people different questions about Ireland, about St. Patrick's Day, what they know and what more is likely what they don't know. I'm just so, yeah. so excited. Hi, it's Johnny in the street for one dollar. Name a woman! <laughs> That's all I'm going to do to warm myself up. But seriously, name a woman. Name you a, can't fix that. Name an Irish woman. Oh. Name an Irish woman! <gasps> yeah. I'm buzzed. I'm nervy, but we're going to busy brunch beforehand so I'm hoping like I can be all like liquored up and not be nervous to like speak to people but I am nervy to approach people in Camden but if any of y'all are in Camden and like recognize those like free pictures and photos for the first 50 people y'all well by the time they listen to this will be over so shit fuck <laughs> I haven't been I'm not going to this yo this time warp is not working no, no, for no, no, us no. but seriously if you ever do see me on the street don't fucking talk to me because I will not acknowledge you or speak to you <laughs> the podcast has really gone through his head yeah yes. So does anyone actually know what St. Patrick's Day is about? How did it come about? Where is it from? Etc. Does it have something to do with Paddy? It has something to do with a Paddy, yes. Uh, he St. Patrick is a patron saint of Ireland, right? Yeah, ding, ding, ding. 
Yeah, so St. Patrick is the patron saint of Ireland, um, and it kind of marks the beginning of Christianity as the main religion in Ireland. So before that, we were all pagan heathens. Mm-hmm. I said that wrong. Heathen pagans. <laughs> <laughs> Heathen pagans uh, running around with druids and worshipping trees and St. Bridget and whatnot. Sounds like a fucking rollover to the max. You and this fucking rollover, I cannot. <laughs> it was a better time. It was a cleaner time. <laughs> it was a different, cleaner time. It was a different time. You know, it before was... the priest came along and did the thing. Wow. Okay. Oh, shit. Jesus. Oh, shit. Okay. John so, yeah. is on one today. I cannot. So that's where St. Patrick's Day kind of came from, but it... It has roots in Christian origins, but it's obviously evolved to become a celebration of Irish culture and Irish people um, all over the world. And we celebrate it today by having parades. We uh, engage in Kayleys. We mm-hmm. engage in wearing green. Mm-hmm. And for the Christians among you, Lent is officially suspended on St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. I don't know if that's an Irish thing, <laughs> yeah. but it's definitely a thing. So like growing up, we spoke about Lent uh, last week on the podcast, but growing up, you'd like usually give up something for Lent. Like you'd give up like sweets or chocolate or some bullshit, but you were able to break it on St. Patrick's Day and you'd have a little, little treat. And it's also one of those things that if you gave up booze, you could break it on St. Paddy's Day, which is great. So thank you, St. Patrick. I remember I gave up um, Coke one year when I was like 11 or 12. Bit young to be, <laughs> to be young on that. To be on the bag. Okay. Give <laughs> up the bag life. Um, I gave up Coke for Lent one year when I was like 11. And I drank one can of it on St. Patrick's Day. And I broke up on all these horrible hives on oh my, my hands. Yeah, what? honest God. No, serious God. I like, For like three days, I was like, this is it. Like, Jesus fucking hates me. Oh my God. It what? was it was to see with the fact you're gay. Oh my god, that's a turn me gay. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. What is it with all of us having religious experiences between you getting smoked down for breaking Lent and you becoming a nun at 14? Listen. There's something wrong with us. God shows more. Also, I kind of like smoked down. We choked down. Ooh, okay. Jesus Christ, John. He's fucking horny today. I it was guess. a dark time. So yeah, so that's the different ways that we kind of celebrate St. Patrick's Day and what it's all about. Um, and it means a lot, I think, to Irish people because Definitely. we grew up with it. And when you kind of grow up in Ireland with St. Patrick's Day, it's just like another day to have a bit of crack. You get the day off school, you go to the local parade, you have a couple of drinks when you're older, a couple of sweeties when you're a kid. It's really fun. It's so much fun. So it's a national holiday in Ireland. But what I really want to know, the tea that I want to sip is, I want to know about your Paddy's Day parades because obviously I'm from Dublin, so I would always go to like the big parade in Dublin oh well I presume like your local communities have a mini ones now or is it just everyone goes to the city centre there is no local community so we just all go to <laughs> Dublin, Dublin city centre oh. like you mean like a parish yeah you're such a fucking culture I can't I no you. you all go to into town and like I have lovely fond memories of going and like sitting up on the walls of city hall and like the gates of city hall and watching the big parade go by but the some of the funniest things <laughs> that I so basically, six one news and RT then shows like all of the parades from around Ireland that mm. evening, and I don't know if any of you um remember this, but and I don't know if it's true or not, but there was like a parade in Cavan where they um had a float and it was a float with a JCB holding a ATM machine that um <laughs> did you hear about this? No. Okay, so I need to wear this properly. Basically, there was a load of ATM robberies in Cavan. And the ATMs were being robbed by someone in a JCB who was just going in, like, pulling the ATM out of the wall. And they caught whoever did it. And then the guards in Cavan put that JCB and the ATM on display <laughs> on a float on the St. Patrick's Day parade. Do you know what? I think I did hear about the guy it's doing that because fucking... I grew up close to Cavan. But I didn't know they were in the parade. It was in the parade. Like, if I'm wrong, then I have some fucked up dreams. But I'm pretty sure this happened. That's big dick energy. That, That's big, big culty energy. energy. I'm sorry. It. To be fair, I love a good JCB in a, in a parade. Because I'm from Dundalk, so the ones that we had were... Like a nice mix of like towny stuff and culty stuff. Do you know what I mean? And I was in the parades growing up. So I know you probably Where didn't get that opportunity in Dublin. But yeah, I was in the parades growing up. I used to go to like dancing when I was younger from like Ew. eight to like 12 or something like that. And I go to like dance lessons and we put on shows and stuff. Like proper, like proper good shit. And uh, yeah, because there was only a handful of boys, you'd really, the boys be quite prominent. So yeah, I was in the parade like every That's year. very, very cute. Your queer upbringing is just so interesting to me. Oh, speaking of JCB, I got a sudden flashback to that what a horrendous song that I'm was Luke all over my, my dad's weird sleep. Driving around in his JCB. I'm Luke Gunfather, my holding nothing. Oh, look at this queen. I love that song. It's tune. I'm it's a good one. Fucking awful. I'm so sorry about that now because now my ears are bleeding out. If you are a returning listener, then you know I used to live in a county called Limerick, which mm. was um the third largest city in Ireland, before I moved to a small Irish town in Tipperary. 
So it went from a town of about roughly 150,000 people to 4,000 people. Um, the praise and Limerick though were good crack. I will say it was very heavy on, and here comes this primary school marching, and here comes this primary school Why marching, primary school and here comes, it's just two, and yeah. here comes the gag club, and here comes the other gag club, and here comes the football club, and here comes the local dance troupe. You know, there wouldn't be lots of Me. floats or anything oh, like right, that. Oh, right, okay, yeah, yeah. It was very much like, it was just kind of like, we got to fill this. So I was in the Limerick Parade twice with the Beavers. With the who? With the beavers. Oh my god, you knew that? Yeah, you know the beavers and the cups and the scouts. No, um, he wouldn't be in the beavers. That's the point. Uh, uh, no, I wasn't the beavers. Girl, I was very into the beavers back then. <laughs> I was obsessed with the beavers. I hate you. Back then, it was a great time. And then I moved to a small Irish town in Ireland. And it was the same concept. Just because it's such a small town, like half the town was marching in us. But I was also in the brass band. So I got to play the brass band in the parades. Oh my god. What instrument did you play? I played the tenor horn for three years. The tenor horn? For three years, yeah. I learned new things about you every day. So hold on a minute. You were a beaver who played the horn. Yes. (laughs) I was really good (laughs) blowing in that horn, girl. I'm like, baby, that's... that's, Girl. You were written in the stars, hon. I was wasted on you, baby. Mm, too. So the best thing about St. Patrick's Day, I find, is that, you know, yes, it's a national holiday for us. But it seems to be a national holiday for absolutely everyone else in the world. Mm-hmm. Would you agree? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Not like an official holiday, but Paddy's Day. Like everyone knows Paddy's Day. So an interesting fact is it's actually the most celebrated national day worldwide. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you think about like in England, like say I live in England. We live in England. What? And they have St. George's Day. Wait, no one knows what St. George's Day is. That's not no even one knows a, what to celebrate. That's not even a public holiday. Yeah, George exactly. Day is not even a public holiday. They celebrate St. Patrick's Day more. Like, people I work with will say to me, gosh, St. Patrick's Day is soon, isn't it? It's a march. Whereas they wouldn't even mention or breathe St. George's Day over mm-hmm. here. Unless, of course, one of those, like, the red rose British bulldog on your fucking arm. And So, you just said, Nikki, that it's Ireland's national day. Um, Miss Statsy, I'm coming for you, girl, because... Is it a stat or is it a fact? It's, it's more of a fact, but we'll let it away. It's a fact, Miss, Mr. Facty. <laughs> Mr. Facto. You can call me Factor 50 because I'm covered in it ah! all the time. No, because you've got no fucking melon, babes. <laughs> <laughs> so, <clears throat> Montserrat in the West Indies is the only other country in the world where St. Patrick's Day is actually a public holiday. That, that is crazy. Wild. I know. The tiny island nation celebrates their independence after colonization in the 17th century. Many of the island inhabitants have Irish ancestry and St. Patrick's Day is celebrated as part of a week of independence festives. It's so fucking cool. That's amazing. Apparently they have like shit tons of Irish pubs and all in Montserrat. Like it's just like paddy paradise. But why? Paddy I know you love that. Oh my god. I was um, going to say like Paddy Power or something. It was like Paddy Paradise. The alliteration wordplay. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage. Paddy Paradise. Paddy Paradise. Oh my god, drag name. Exactly. Sorry. Uh, the, mm, it goes like way back, I think, with like there were in Plantation Days. Plantation? It goes way back to the like Commonwealth where like British, like wealthy and like rich people and fucking, I don't know, people who own slaves. Brought Irish slaves over to uh, the West Indies, mm. where they also had black slaves, and like I think lots of Irish prisoners and stuff were sent there back in the day, and they're just if there was like an Irish contingency there. I'm not 100. percent I was about to say, we're going to call you out on that one. You can probably call me out, but like there's some sort of history there. I think that's so cool. It that's is pretty really, fucking really cool. cool. It is pretty fucking cool. So it's really cool that Paddy's Day is like a national holiday, not only in Ireland but in Montserrat. Randomly. No, but no. people celebrate it all over the world, even yes, if it's not do. a national holiday. Like as you all know, um, I used to live in New York. What? Oh my god, I used to live in New York. Ooh, that's you. You're literally Hannah Horvath. Like I cannot. <laughs> I literally waited to see just how long they would keep going to see how much they would rip on me for saying that but yeah um, even in New York they do like a big massive Paddy's Day and it was so nice because I didn't have too many Irish friends at the time I had like one or two and it was nice to meet up with them go out for the day go to all the Irish pubs for sure. meet random people have the absolute crack in 911 like it was so good fact of the day New York City has the largest St. Patrick's Day parade in the world not fucking surprised yeah is it huge? Oh, it's absolutely massive. And it's, it's really good fun. When we were celebrating St. Patrick's Day a couple of years ago when I was over there, it was me and two of my friends that I went to secondary school with. The three of us had gone off and done our own individual lives, but it just so happened that we were all living in New York at the same time. 
So me and Lauren and Eamon, shout out to all the people. We ended up going out for a few drinks and we got to Times Square on the subway and there was a group of people doing Kaylee dancing in the subway. Oh. And we were like, oh my God, that's class. We got in and started doing it with them. And then we looked around the group of people that were doing it and we actually recognised a guy who was in the year above us in secondary school. Fuck off. Yeah, and he was like, oh my God, you guys. And we were like, oh my God, we know you. And yeah, it was great crack. And he was like, yeah, I've lived over here for like two years and just doing this with a group of people. I was like, that's hilarious. It's such a fucking small world, but also if you ever want to bump into anyone you know from Ireland, just go to the main fiddler in Times Square. Oh my God, can we get sponsored by the main fiddler? Oh that would be, yes. So there are some surprising places that have St. Patrick's Day parades around the world. Would you like to hear them? I would love to hear them, Nikki. Okay. Of course. So some of them include Russia, India, oh. New Zealand, not that surprising, Croatia, Japan, Turkey has a really big one apparently. Turkey? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Norway. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, Queen. Norway, uh, Montserrat, as John said, Argentina, and then of course the obvious ones we have like the States and the UK. Um, and in the States as well in Chicago, I think they like dye the river green or some shit. I can attest to this. Every girl. So I lived in Chicago for six months and I remember. Oh, you oh, lived in Chicago? That's what you said. Like. <laughs> yeah, but How I, does that feel? Wow. I lived in Chicago for six months and St. Patrick's Day was coming up. I was a little bit sad because there's no Irish friends over there, but like one guy I knew and we were pretty good, yeah, good friends. But I remember thinking, like, oh, I want to stay by St. Patrick's Day. I want to go with my friends. I want to go drinking. I want to go see a parade. And somebody said to me, there will be a St. Patrick's Day parade, which I wasn't very surprised about, to be fair. I mean, there is quite like a large amount of Irish people living over there. I did know most like large cities in the USA there would be a parade but that did not prepare me for the beautiful sight that I saw so in Chicago they genuinely do dye the river green that's fucking mad and I don't mean shitty fucking pond green I'm talking like deep emerald green it is absolutely incredible to see incredible to look like I'm not going to lie the amount of free Guinness I got the amount of free drinks that I got if you showed an Irish passport got into Paris for free I go into a bar and say are you Irish it's an absolutely fantastic city just the atmosphere the vibe the parade was amazing it was genuinely one of my favourite days I've ever had just as an aside don't like Guinness (gasps) I fucking love Guinness inject it into my veins Guinness is a weird one for me I like it but it fucking despises me. Yeah, it runs the guts here. Like, yeah, I'm not yeah. gonna lie. Is that why every Irish one just smells a farce? Because yes. every Isle Man is yeah. tooting away. I don't have a digestive system, it's just a fucking funnel. It just runs straight <laughs> over <laughs> me, like straight. And I don't know if the end should come out. Fucking down the other what, your penis? Oh, wow, okay. Um, yeah, I also kind of don't. I only really drink Guinness when I'm home because I've never really found like a great pint over here. But I do, I am a big fan of Guinness, I have to say. There's actually a really good Instagram account, shit London points or shit I know. Guinness points. I reached out to him to come on the podcast. No way! <laughs> he has he, a great Instagram account. He like low key was like, yeah, sure, maybe hit me up for the time. Like, I got pied, but I'm not embarrassed to say that. If you're listening, if you're listening, though, please come on. But obviously the UK is like quite close to Ireland. There's quite a lot of parades over here as well. And I did some research. Oh my God, hate me. I know, literally not me. Um, About the different cities in the UK and the kind of stuff that they do. So Birmingham actually holds the largest St. Patrick's Day parade in Britain. Oh, wow. Yeah, never would have guessed that, would you? No. To be fair, my dad was actually born in Birmingham. Was it? Yeah, my parents, my grandparents lived over here and they had my dad and his sister and then moved home afterwards. They were over here for work and stuff. He should have got his English passport because then he would have had to not deal with his Brexit shit. Do you know what I mean? Well, he could get one and my mum could get one too because she was born over here too. Oh. Same as my mum. Okay, don't jump on one of my stories. So, how's it... Well, so, you're not Irish? My grandparents are Irish who lived over here like we did for a couple of years oh my to God, work and had a baby. Do not give me the ones over. You <laughs> I'm basically the same as Donald Sullivan. Oh my god, shout out to Don O'Sullivan. Our friend just had a baby. Hi Don. <laughs> Hopefully you're listening to this in the future when you're older. We love your British passport, Don. Yeah. Mm. Um so yeah, that's Birmingham. Um the organizers actually describe it as the third biggest parade in the world after Dublin and New York. Wow. So that's it. that's kind of the scope of how, how it is in Birmingham. Uh, London, since 2002, has had an annual St. Patrick's Day parade, which takes place um, usually on the weekend around Paddy's Day in yeah. Trafalgar Square. Uh, and in 2008, they actually dyed the water in um, the Trafalgar Square fountain green. Um, I don't know about you, but I really, really, really miss home on Paddy's Day. It's the one day of the year that I get super fucking homesick. I, I do and I don't, because I think growing up in a, in a smaller town, the festival is like, it's good crack on the weekend. 
but it's just another night drinking like there's no real special thing I feel like if you're from Dublin you go out in Dublin and make a big whole deal of it that'd be quite fun mm. so like I miss my family and stuff but it doesn't necessarily bother me that much St. Patrick's Day when you were in college though slash uni was a great day was it? I don't have any memories like of there Patrick's Day in uni to be fair probably because you drank too much yeah it's true. no I mean like it was it was absolutely amazing we start drinking at nine and we just drink until one of us passed out and then we just start chucking bread or flour at that person and they just keep drinking and drinking bread or flour it was just really good it was always like you get up and you have a big like like 9 or 10 was to stay in my house and then we cook like a big Irish breakfast the next day that's nice and we started drinking and we were drinking green they didn't clo- I don't remember if they closed the college or not though it's a holiday so it would have I guess so I can't remember but I just remember like thoroughly enjoying it and some of my very best memories and plus green looks really good in me because I'm ginger but I have like a shade of ginger that works really well with green so it's a very important day to me I have to give them that one does look good on them oh maybe mm. Liverpool actually has the highest uh, proportion of residents with Irish ancestry of any English city so mm. they do really good celebrations on Paddy's Day also been out in Liverpool a handful of times and they do Irish measures do they? They do Irish measures. For those of you who don't know, in the UK, the general measure of a spirit is 25 mils. In Ireland, it's 35 mils. And in Liverpool, a lot of the bars will have signs up in the back saying, we do Irish measures. So Woo-hoo! be wary. Because I always forget about the difference in measures because I'll drink over here and be like, oh yeah, I can have a double gin and tonic. That's fine. And I'll go home and have three of them and be on the floor. <laughs> it's basically a triple for over here. It's basically yeah. a triple. Like, it's, it's ridiculous. I've also done St. Patrick's Day in Liverpool. It's mighty crack I'd say it's as you would say I mean the parade is a bit basic but everyone's just covered in green and just an amazing atmosphere and there is so many Irish people who live in Liverpool it really is Dublin part 2 or Belfast part 2 people visit Liverpool a lot as well like so many Irish go up to Liverpool over the weekend and stuff too like it's crazy but it just goes to show there's Irish people living all over the world whether it's Montserrat or the US or Croatia Russia Japan or even the UK they reckon there's about 1 million Irish people or Irish descendants living in the UK and about 500,000 in London, I think. That makes total sense so to me. So, fucking shit ton of it us. It does. Bear in mind the total population of Ireland is like, what, 7 million, 6 million? It's 5, just over 5. God. Yeah. But why do you think St. Paddy's Day has spread so far and wide? Why is it that our tiny little nation is celebrated all over the world? Oh. I'm going to come back to the whole idea of emigration. Because I think Irish people are known for travelling all over the world. I don't think you can go to a country in the world and not bump into an Irish pub or meet an Irish person. Like, we're literally everywhere. Yeah, we're literally everywhere. We are like, we're travellers. We are actual travellers. So actually, I went to Bahrain. Now, a bit of research has told me that Bahrain, in Bahrain, sorry, alcohol is only available in hotels and through private licences for sale to non-Muslims only. Drinking alcohol in public is still illegal and being drunk can actually get you thrown behind bars. Yikes. Do you think that stops the Irish? Absolutely not. In Bowrain Airport, there is an Irish bar. It is the only bar that is in there and you can buy a pint of Kilkenny Stout. Kilkenny Stout? Kilkenny Stout. A nice pint of Guinness, except it costs, I mean, it generally costs the bones of like £12. But I have to say, there's something about drinking Guinness in Bowrain that just Sits in the stomach, lovely. Well, they have like a massive Paddy's Day parade in Dubai and UAE as well, so like I get that. And also, the Irish pub is apparently the most franchised entity in the entire planet. Oh, don't you There's... can literally find one in every single country, far and fucking wide. Apparently, there's one on like Kilimanjaro or some shit. But what I don't understand is you know, when you go to a different, you go to any country, you go to a bunch of Irish people, it's like, oh, let's go to the Irish bar. No, we have to go to the Irish bar. It's like, all right, we'll go for one or two. And you go in and a round of drinks for five people will cost you the bones of 50 quid. Mm. But if you went down to the local bar down the road, the exact same round, buy you 10 quid. But no, because it has a shamrock above the door, we have to stay here and put a Westlake playing in the background. Oh, of course. Always. I'm not a fan of going to Irish pubs when I'm away, though. No, I not one bit. Can't. No, no, no. I'm travelling, I'm travelling. I want to immerse myself in the culture. Yeah. 100%. But to be fair, there are literally Irish pubs in loads of different countries. I found an article here that like lists some of the random countries that have Irish pubs. There is one in Baku in Azerbaijan. Wow. Lagos in Nigeria. More Guinness is drunk in Nigeria than in Ireland. Yes, Nigeria is a massive... Consu- they ha- actually have another storehouse and... Uh, production uh, factory in Nigeria. Nah. Yeah, it's absolutely nah. huge. Absolutely huge. That is gas. Uh, there's one in Ulaanbaatar, sorry, in Mongolia. That's really good pronunciation, babe. Thank you. It's probably <laughs> totally wrong. If you're from Mongolia and you're listening, do let us know if you got that correct. Kathmandu in Nepal, Lusaka in Zambia, Osaka in Japan, Gili Trawangan in Indonesia. I was there. Gili, Gili Trawangan? Yeah, it's Gili Tees, an island in... Uh... Gili Tees! Gili Tees, baba! To be fair, 
Gilly Triangan sounds like a woman from an old Irish town. <laughs> Doesn't she? It's like, sounds oh, like you your know, nanny. Get down there. That's how Gilly Triangan's place. <laughs> Doesn't it? I guess. Doesn't it? It fucking does. I it guess. Does. But I love the way, like, even, like, in different countries, like, it's Paddy's Pub, O'Brien's Pub, The Irish Harp, O'Connor's, Murphy's. O'Neill's. 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 There's actually a really good one in, you know, the TV show How I Met Your Mother? Yes. It I was that show. I, well, it's what it's like. You do you like it or you don't like it? It's awful. It's terrible. Anyway, so it's set in an Irish pub called McLaren's, but the pub that they use for the exterior is in New York City, and it's actually called McGee's. Oh, shout out to you! Shout out to me. I went to apply for a job in there, my J one, and they said no. Oh, I know. That's blasphemy. You should have said you knew the owner. I literally did. Well, we want to talk about wonderful TV shows. Have an Irish bar. Shout out to Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, Paddy's Pub. Incredible show in Paddy's Pub. Don't know why it's an Irish bar. I assume they have Irish descendants. But if you have not watched that show, please watch that show. But why do we think Irish pubs are absolutely everywhere? Everybody celebrates St. Patrick's Day. You know, we're such a tiny little nation of five million, but we're spread out so far. Why do you think it is? I guess it's English oppression killing us and murderers and making us leave the country and spreading out where we bred with the locals. Sick. And the family again. But... Drink, lads, I'm not bringing up the fathom. I'm sorry if I refuse. But this is a fun episode. But um, yeah, I guess we just love um, emigrating to other countries. And I think everyone knows the Irish, don't they? Yeah, emigration has a lot to do with it. Some stats here. Hello. One in six Irish people over the age of 15 live abroad currently. So that's like huge. No way. Um, we are a statistic. We yeah. are a statistic. And Ireland have the highest population of native people who live abroad at 17.5% of the Irish population live overseas. Do you know what? That's mad. Mental. We've travelled all over the place and we've, you know, put our roots down and a lot of people have Irish ancestry in them because, like, we travel about a lot. Mm. But I think the Irish stereotype is one of, like, that leprechaun who's, like, jolly and mischievous and playful and, like, loves a sesh, loves a celebration. It's, like, a nice thing to celebrate. I think people are kind of fascinated by it and I think that's also why they adopt this like Paddy's Day Parade and these celebrations every year. Yeah, yeah, I think there is definitely this perception that Irish people, you know, they're a good laugh, they're a good crack. We have a wonderful reputation mm. um, around the world, don't we? Yeah, 100%. I guess it's this kind of concept that we're the underdog who overcame this that's big it. powerful ruler and we took back our country and we're a republic and I'm not a nationalist myself, but I suppose that narrative is something that a lot of countries kind of read about they think they can latch onto it they understand it absolutely they can kind of relate to it in a emulate way it. yeah and possibly emulate it and i feel like as well that patriotism is something that irish people really carry when they leave ireland like it's not something i ever really thought i had in me yeah. until i moved to london oh, and yeah. i'm literally like the most patriotic person like a happy fucking paddy now since i've lived here it's so mad so i guess if we have traveled everywhere and we've carried that with us that's infectious like we've spread that celebration with everybody and also we're very hospitable like Irish people pride themselves on pure hospitality yes so like sharing come on in come on in have a pint come into the parlor we'll feed you like that's something that spreads and worldwide. the hospitality industry realizes that that's why there's so many Irish mm-hmm. bars worldwide I mean there might not be an Irish person working in there but again there's this perception sure that's an Irish bar you're gonna have good laugh in there good crack in there a good pint in there you know what I love is the fact that Irish hospitality is well known but you ever see an Irish restaurant? Never. What like what do we do with them? Cabbage, do, just cabbage. Irish, like Irish stew, but it's just cottage pie with thicker pieces of meat. Well, I, I guess mean, that's what you do the pub, and then you just have like you know a mini menu. A chicken fillet roll. Yeah, I would oh. love a chicken fillet roll. <sighs> right, so this is the moment you've all been waiting for. Hopefully this actually works out because we're pre-recording this with the hope that people aren't stupid on the weekend and we can actually put it in and make it sound funny. So fingers crossed. But we went out and about on Saturday, the three of us, and asked random people, Brits, Irish, whoever we came across on our travels, uh, a couple of questions about Ireland, about Irish culture and about St. Patrick's Day in general. So the way this is going to work is we have five questions. Mm -hmm. We're going to have a little chat about the question, see if we can actually answer it and try and guess what the people, the Brits. Um, So we'll try and guess what they say and see if it matches up. How does that sound? Sounds fucking gas. I can't fucking wait. Look, it's it's experimentation on the podcast. We'll see how it goes. Johnny in the street is coming. Johnny in the street. Okay, question one. So who was St. Patrick? An easy one, but maybe not. Nikki, who was St. Patrick? Um, okay, so St. Patrick was a British man. Was he Welsh? He could have been Welsh or was he English? 
I think a lot of people say he was Welsh, but I, I don't think it's specified. Okay, so he was a British man who was captured by the pagans, pirating pagans um, of the Irish lands and kept as a slave. Correct. And then he escaped and went back to Britain, but he actually really missed and enjoyed and picked up lots of Irish customs and decided to go back. And when he went back, he converted to Christianity and spread the word of Christianity and had like opposition by the Druids and the pagans that lived there. But he was like very instrumental in spreading the word of Christianity through Ireland and was possibly one of the first to do so. Yes, that's that's basically all correct. But I love how you like trying to put a nice little spin on it. He obviously just really liked God, and like you know, just thought he'd go back and kind of help. No, people I said out. he really liked the Irish customs, not God's. The Irish customs, but he went over and told them all, "No, you pagans, you got to do it this way now." <laughs> yeah. So yes, yeah, so you're you're basically right. Yeah, he was uh, a British man who was kidnapped by Irish raiders, brought up there for a couple of years as a slave, moved back, eventually became a priest, and then came back to teach. The Irish, the error of their ways. Yes. Um, so yeah. Um, also, can you give me a rough estimate as to what year that was? Like how long ago in time that was? Oh my God, I have absolutely no idea. 408 AD. Jesus, that was specific. Um, oh, get it, Jesus, because of this question. Um, <laughs> oh my God, I'm out. There's no specific date. It's oh. kind of like, you know, vague times and stuff, but it is uh, attributed to be around the 5th century AD, which would be 400 and something. Well done. Oh my God, well done. That was a really good guess. Thank you. So what do we think people are going to say, though? Like, what do you think people on the street are going to say? I have no... I don't think they'll have any idea. I think they'll know he's... He's something to do with Ireland. Yeah, they'll, I think they'll... I, I think he'll... I think they'll say that he's um, an Irish man who was a saint. Because that's yeah. all they're going to know, but they won't know that he was actually British. But they also have St. George. They have their own patron saints. I think some people might be able to relate it, possibly. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Hopefully. Um, so the next thing you're going to hear is the people out and about. So here you go. Kind of. Okay. I know it's a massive celebration and a massive drinking yes. calendar day. Yes. And it's so much fun and I actually already love it and I'm really good. So. Wow. You don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Oh, yeah. I'm so glad no I actually don't know. No, that's fine, that's fine. It's totally okay. Yeah. You two girls are not Irish Russian. and that's no, totally okay. No the patron saint of our fair Emerald Isle. Well done, you correct, correct. So question two, uh, what was St. Patrick known for? Ooh, 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 ooh. John? Um, I was in Irish Catholic education for a number of years and we, we learned this in school. We won't say how many years because he was held back a while. Once. Um, and you're a teacher. Were you held back a year? Yeah, I was, t- I was very young so I was held back a year. No way. Oh my yeah. God. Sure, you're very baby. young is always the college. <laughs> always baby. He was known for driving the snakes with um, air quotes. Nikki, what are they called again? Snakes. No, inverted commas. Oh. <laughs> but they look like snakes because they're fingers. Inverted commas. That's not what they're called, right? Yeah, but you can never remember that. Air quotes, I always Air say. Quotes. Mm. Um, for driving the snakes um, from Ireland. Mm. But are the snakes the metaphor for the poor pagans that were told to leave? or I feel like you looked this up. Yes, they were. Um... I didn't <laughs> look it up. Oh my God, I thought he really drove snakes out of Ireland. I Ireland was infested with snakes and he got rid of them all. Are you stink. serious? No, yeah, what, me. I thought with the shillelagh. That's what I thought will happen. No, 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 no. The snakes are a metaphor for the druids. And oh, no, that's pagans. so boring. Well, if you look at the, if you look at the kind of, if you look at where Ireland is on the map and the kind of global positioning and, and whatnot, snakes couldn't survive. I know a few snakes that still live in Ireland. <laughs> ah, oh, you, were, honey. you were just setting that up the whole way through. I hate you. But yes, um, c- uh, contrary to popular or Nikki's belief, there were actually no snakes in Ireland. So there's no snakes in the UK, sure. Why would there be any here? I know a few snakes in the UK. <laughs> <laughs> but the most important question is, do you think anybody who is not Irish will know the main answer to that question. Well, that's what I'm curious about. No. I want to know if they know that it drove the snakes out of Ireland. No. There's no way. Well, no, to be fair, like, there's lots of cartoons where they talk about that. Like, do you remember the Simpsons and the Irish episodes of Driving the Snakes? Okay, yeah, maybe. Well, Barry White Shit. singing into the amplifiers. <laughs> what? And wasn't Barry White singing into the microphone and they put the amps down the thing and the vibrations chased the snakes away so they wouldn't kill the snakes? That's a different episode, never mind. That's the whacking episode. That's the whacking episode. That's whack-a-snake. the whacking episode. Yes. Whack a snake. Um, so, yeah, so that is what St. Patrick was known for, also bringing Christianity to Ireland, which we've discussed. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, I'd be intrigued to see if anyone can actually uh, figure that out. So, uh, 
Let us know, guys. I'm so excited to get on the streets and ask people this. Like, I'm actually I'm literally waiting for, he invented Guinness. <laughs> no, hold on a minute. We're being way too fucking harsh. What's St. George famous for? Slaying a dragon. Really? Yeah, St. George and the dragon. Yeah, isn't that? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's a myth, St. George. Well, I'm pretty sure it's St. George and the dragon. He was like... Well, I didn't know that, so I'm yeah. expecting them not to know much about Ireland. Because okay. I don't know anything about St. George. Well, we'll George. see. Well, we'll see. He had a big green cloak that he passed about all of Ireland and it spread. I think that was St. Bridget. That was St. Bridget. That was St. Bridget. That was St. Bridget one. Oh, shite. <laughs> <laughs> all right, one down. Okay, so question three. I hope you guys know this. When is St. Patrick's Day? Sometime in March. March 17th. March yes. 17th. Every day. Every day. Every year. All day, every day. All day, every day. So yeah, uh, it's the 17th of March. It's largely attributed to the fact that it was the day that he died. Okay. Again, there's no real concrete evidence for that and calendars change all the time. And we know that the Christians love making up mad fucking dates. Mad fucking dates. Uh, but yeah, so that's kind of his uh, feast day as all saints kind of have a feast day. Do you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. like St. Valentine, Valentine's Day, yeah. St. Patrick's Day, St. Patrick. I will be surprised if people know this who are not from Ireland. I think they'll obviously generally understand it's in March, but the specific date, in fact, I think some people could be surprised that it is the same date every year. To be fair, I think a couple of Irish people might not know it's the 17th. I'm gonna, I, <laughs> I think a couple of points in, people will be just like, sure, March, whatever today is. I hope I not. I think people would know this one. I genuinely think people would know this one. We'll see. Don't let us down. Don't let us down, guys. No, it's Tuesday, so it's like the 6th, 17th. Yes! Ding, 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 ding. Oh my god, yes! You are so good! I've done it, I've celebrated it for the last like four years. Because I'm they're listening to Irish girls, so. Interesting fact, St. Patrick's Day is always on the 17th of March. Always. It's always on March. Always. No, always. it's always on the 17th of March. And we celebrate that. It's glorious being on a weekend. Amen, girl. So we've celebrated it all. The March something. March You actually don't know. No, I'm sorry. Hold on. He's Irish. What date is St. Patrick's Day celebrated every day for the last 20 whatever years of your life? Tuesday. (laughs) Question four. So this is a bit away from St. Patrick's Day. What symbols would you associate with Ireland and why? So what do you think the most common answers to that are going to be? Shamrock. Shamrock. Potatoes. Potatoes. Leprechaun. Yeah, leprechaun. Guinness. Guinness. Four leaf clover. I'm so intrigued to see who says leprechaun. Did I ever tell you about my story in America and how I tricked them to thinking that leprechauns existed? No, I want to know. That. I was at an Irish bar and having a few drinks with these Americans and we were just having the gas crack as you do and they were asking me stories about Ireland and then they asked a question like, oh my God, do you like leprechauns exist? And I was just like, all right, here we go. I was like, yeah, they do, but it's really sad because there's only two left and they're both male. So they can't breed and it's just oh so God. sad. And she looked so at me like, specific. I know, I, I don't know where this came from, like on the spot. And she was just like, oh my God, that's so sad. I was like, yeah, it's awful. There's one in Phoenix Park in the President's Garden and the other one's in Dublin Zoo and it's because they don't like each other and it's just <laughs> awful sad. And she was like, oh my God, no way. That's terrible. That's so sad. I was like, I know. So that's why we get a bit touchy when you guys talk about it. You know what I mean? That it's... is fucking brilliant. <laughs> that is so good. So, so proud of you. Yeah, Thank that you. is so fucking good. I, she also probably figured out I was a liar. Well, she also thought it was quite funny because um, I told her that Irish people, when they get their driver's license, they're automatically qualified to drive a tractor as well as a car. There. Mm, yeah. I know, nobody believes me. That's I tell true. people here all the time, I'm fully qualified to drive a tractor. I have driven tractors in the past uh, in my country bumpkin life, but yeah, I can on the roads. You know that Dumb Zoo is in, is in the Phoenix Park? Yeah. It's not. It no. Is, is no. it? Yes. Oh. But it's not part Phoenix Park. They're two separate things. It's inside Phoenix Park. Yeah, but it's not Phoenix Park. Like, Phoenix Park would be separate. It would have a no, different... No, no, it's inside the Phoenix Park. So everyone who runs Dublin Zoo also runs Phoenix Park. Probably, or the I don't two, know. I'm pretty sure As in, two like, separate institutions. The Dublin Zoo the is smack bang in the middle of Phoenix Park. Oh yeah, the location's there. But I feel like it's kind of like, run by separate people. Like yeah. you walk into the Phoenix Park to get to Dublin Zoo. I, I imagine Phoenix Park is run by the Babes, I grew up inside the Phoenix Park, so I'm just letting y'all know. <laughs> but I'm actually genuinely waiting for one potatoes answer as well. Potatoes definitely gonna be uh, um the most popular answer. Yeah. <laughs> Do we think they're gonna know anything about Irish sports like hurling or ga? Oh, good question. I think um they might know about Gaelic football because they it's similar to Aussie rules. And they think it's funny when you can use like your hands and your feet. And potentially the hurling one as well. Hurling is the fastest ball sport in the entire world. So hurling is like fucking know it. terrifying. It's yeah. the most incredible sport it's in incredible. the world. Incredible! It's the most. It's my favorite sport to watch. Yeah. I know nothing about it, but but it's amazing to watch. Absolutely amazing. Did you see the guy who got kind of famous in Irish Twitter? Um, 
a couple of months ago for being like obsessed to hurling. He's like some American. Oh my god! African American guy who lives in America. He's like, they got these sticks. Yeah, he tries so to explain good. hurling, and he's obsessed. And it's so funny hearing him try to say like Tipperary and Limerick in like a thick American accent. And then <gasps> he talks about camogie, but he can't pronounce camogie. He's like camoji. <laughs> Love a bit of camogie. So this good. is really random. But myself and Connor watching out to a Bob's Burgers <gasps> a couple of weeks ago. And they want to get their friend a date, so they help this girl move into her house, thinking it will set up their friend to go out with her. And the voice was Sharon Horgan. Oh my god, no way! Yeah. yeah, so she voiced a proper Irish character, like, and it wasn't... Sharon Horgan, you're my fucking idol. If you by any chance listen to this podcast, please, come on. We're literally <laughs> going to tag her and everything, because we need oh to Oh my god, let's tag her. I fucking love her. But they were sitting there, when, she, when they walked in to kind of help, like, put a few boxes in to help her out... And then turned around and said, oh, what's that on the telly? It's hurling. They were playing hurling on the telly. And they it was were in... temporary against Cork. Yeah, they were in the Cork and Tip jerseys on it. And she was like, oh yeah, it's hurling. It was like, what's hurling? And then they have like, then they had like two characters, um, two, two other main characters saying, oh my God, we have to set them up. But as they were talking, you could hear the other, you could hear the Irish girl and your man um, chatting in the background and she was proper explaining the rules to him. Oh my God, Debbie. It was exactly. actually pretty such, such a random thing, such a yeah. random thing. But yeah, I think potatoes, Guinness, Maybe sports. A harp. A harp? Yeah. Irish dancing? Irish dancing. River dance? Maybe, yeah. River dance. Definitely river dance. River dance. Definitely river dance. <gasps> maybe I love even, to pretend that I can river dance. Maybe even Eurovision. <laughs> we <gasps> have fair. won the Eurovision more than any other country. They haven't mm. fucking chance. Did you hear this year's Eurovision song? For oh, Ireland? I haven't heard Ireland one, but so it's so good. Yeah, I think, think, so? think yeah, Iceland's like going to win, though. It's a bit, oh my god, I haven't heard it. Can we do an episode on Eurovision yes, and Euro trash when and Euro it comes, When it comes out, let's Yes, 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 yes. So, yeah, I think they're the ones. So, let's have a listen and find out. Leprechaun, four leaf clover. Yes, Leprechaun. Racist, but okay. <laughs> no. Green. You think of the color green? Also, my favorite color, so that's fair. Can you think of anything? Think of happiness. Oh, that's oh, really that's sweet. That's nice. You're always really happy and really like. Oh, I love that. Energy. A leprechaun. Yeah. Can you name five famous Irish people? Now, I'm intrigued about this one because it'll be good to know if British people can tell the difference between a British person and an Irish person because they love to claim Irish people as their own when they're doing well. The amount of articles I've seen like, oh, Oscar nominee. No, British actress Saoirse Ronan yeah. has achieved her no fourth. Way. Yeah, yeah, all the time. So we won't worry about that, the British thing. All I'm going to say is right now, if the first thing you say to me is Conor McGregor, we're walking away from you. Yeah, but he he is a very famous Irish person, though. Yeah, but no. <sighs> Such Sorry. a poor representation of us. I completely agree. And he's from Dublin. Like, come on, babes. Mm. Get shit together. They'll definitely say Bono. You have to say Bono. Um, I think they'll definitely say Bono. I think the they will definitely say the chorus. They have to say the chorus. The chorus are from They might say Laura Whitmore, you know, if they're young and hip Maybe, and much yeah. more violent. Um, they might say Daniel Day-Lewis. He's a very famous Irish yeah. person. Mm. Oh, Killian Murphy. Killian Murphy. Murphy. Oh, yeah, because Peaky Blinders. Ronan Keaton is pretty big, I guess. Ronan Keaton, Westlife. Westlife in general. Boys all in general. Brezzy. Brezzy. Michael D. They'll definitely uh, say Michael D. Well, to be D. fair, Michael his video of him was going popular on Twitter the other day because uh, they had... stroking the dog! Yeah, he's The dog doggo. broke into a meeting trying to find him and did not care and was just like, come on. And I love the dog's twice the size of him. Twice, literally twice the size of him. He could ride the dog into battle. I mean, he does, baby. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? 
So I think they're probably the biggest examples of Irish people. We're probably forgetting. There's definitely more loads. famous Irish people, and I'm just not using me noggin. But Owen Quigg. Oh my god, yeah. Actually. Owen Quigg. No, what's the Irish channel? Owen One Direction. Quigg. Nine, Nine, Nine Horn. Nine Horn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I should say Owen Quigg. Owen Quigg from The X Factor back in the day. Who the well. fuck else is on? Oh, Louis fucking Walsh. That's what they're going to say. <laughs> Louis Walsh. Louis course. fucking Walsh. Okay, guys, so let's see what everybody else had to say. Not Conor McGregor. Can you name one Irish woman? Is she Irish? No. Shania Conor. Shania Conor. I'm going to say, can you name a famous Irish person? Yes. Oh, yeah, Niall. Westlife. No, horror. Yes! Yes! <laughs> Sing from One Direction. Yes, no! Oh, you are the second person to say no horror tonight. <laughs> I swear to God. Okay. Five. Yes, okay. Yeah. Bono. Bono, that's it, that's good. That's so, right. Bono's Irish. Yes, right. For one pound, name an Irish woman. Name an Irish woman, sir, please, quickly. A woman. You're a woman. So guys, did we have like the best day on Saturday asking people all these questions? I'm hanging. I'm in bits. I'm <laughs> dead. So sorry, um, John from last week. I didn't listen to your advice. <laughs> so obviously, I think we we obviously had a wonderful day because like every party day, it's a wonderful day and a celebration of being Irish. And I wish it was kind of coming more and more rather than just once a year. <laughs> once a year, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I hope everybody else had a really good Paddy's Day. I know you're listening to this, hopefully, the day you download it, which is Paddy's Day. So, hope everyone has a fabulously Irishville day at work <laughs> because it's not a holiday in England. But for no. those of you in Ireland, have a lovely day off. Have a point for me, please. Yeah, and happy Paddy's Day to everyone once again, all around the world, because we do have listeners all around the world. And I don't know if a lot of them are Irish or not, we don't get to see. But if you are, we love y'all. It's great. And it kind of just made me reflect on like what it means to be Irish. Oh, well, do tell. Mm, okay. Being Irish is pretty much all about crack, August Kill. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we have a bit of crack. We love the music, a knees up, a hooli. So a point, the session, chanting ears off each other, coming together in mutual patriotism and also mutual hatred of others. Of course. But also inclusion, acceptance of all. We celebrate with everybody and invitation is invited to everyone to celebrate with us. We are the definition of hospitality. We are Irish. Oh, that was really cute. That was I, actually I, like so yeah. the end of a goddamn movie or something. I feel like I was an ad for Guinness. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Very proud to be Irish today, lads. And um, yeah, I've had a little bit of pride right now. I'm like, do you know what? Being Irish is great fucking crack. Yeah, it's a good laugh. She a ditch, motherfucker. Rugged May Ray, girl. Nolik, Nolik. Nolik on a ditch. No, how do you say happy Paddy's Easter. Day? Happy Paddy's Day. It'd be. Law fail a Padraig. Law fail a Law fail a Padraig, everybody. We can all speak Irish. Anyway, thanks very much, guys. Happy Paddy's Day. Slan. 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 Slan